0: week you know it's been kind of cool we started a lifting club after school that i'm pretty excited about went to a couple pds noticed some people being very condescending and patting themselves on the back all that good stuff oh hello didn't realize we were recording welcome back to my podcast classroom brew this week episode 25 is my conversation with steve part two hope you enjoy Okay, I have to ask
1: that. Why Why did we switch to the 1X? Okay, here's the story. Here we go. Let me I know put you down my a, coffee. I know okay, you weren't a fan we of go. it, but... All right. 2006, we did Bye Bye Birdie. The music director that year was...
0: Preparing the bleep? You don't remember? Um, you don't remember? Do you remember the It music? was either... No. Or it was... He's not in charge of music. Oh, um... Oh, don't tell me.
1: I'm not going to because it's a quiz, sir. Quarterback... Yes. Yes. Whose, whose son's name is... Yes. Yep. There you go. <laughs> yes. Who was our music director and a phenomenal human being. Mm-hmm. She was, at that point, going to leave us and go on to... High school the following year, if you that's remember. right? And then, Sorry, I said...
0: That's right, I can believe it. And then <laughs> I remember after she did a year of... And a lot of kids were excited to have her again, but then she moved on to something else it, again. It
1: did not take. Her, ah. her tenure at the high school, although she thought it was going to be wonderful, and she thought... Oh, working with these talented kids, again, will be phenomenal. It's a different lifestyle. Teaching high school is so different from teaching middle school. And the infighting and politics and getting the role or not getting the role becomes so vitally important to the high school, where none of that happens in the middle school. Well, very little of that happens in the middle school. It's not as important. So she was not able to work with those kids again at their new level so she moved on the reason why we didn't do a musical in 2007 is because our new music director was just coming into teaching she was not able to commit the three or four months that it takes to put on a musical right that's a lot so we didn't do a musical
0: that's right. I don't I remember. It was like the Ugly Duckling and a bunch of other stuff.
1: And... It was four one-act plays. We we did our best. We really did. We tried as hard as we possibly could. We had student directors who, who were phenomenal. Two of my favorite people in the world. I still talk to them probably once a month. Oh, that's cool. There's, there's a lot of kids that mm-hmm. I that I have really... Formed into interesting adults, and I still talk to them. Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) The the one-act plays were terrible. I I wish that we had some other alternative that we could have done something else, but there was really nothing else that we could have done. It was Mm -hmm. either have no show in 2007 or put together something. So we wound up with something. Uh, I'm glad to say that our principal at the time, that was not his first year in our building. Mm -hmm. It was his second year, and he had seen Bye Bye Birdie before this. Because I swear to you, I think if he saw our one-act plays in 2007 is the first thing that I produced, he would have canceled the whole program. Really? It was that bad. I remember we
0: were yelling lines from backstage to the person that couldn't remember it, though.
1: uh Uh-huh. We had the kids (laughs) who were not into the performing arts as a thing that they did. These were the other kids who came in. Because when we said it was not a musical all the musical kids went and found a musical to do somewhere else outside oh, of our building so we we wound up with the other kids and giving <laughs> them an opportunity is no oh, yeah, yeah. giving it's fine it's fine it's fine to give kids opportunities we we want to give kids opportunities but at least one <laughs> of the leads in these one act plays did not memorize her lines so we I don't know who I know it was me and it was probably the other director. We were standing behind the set shouting lines at the actress <laughs> who was on stage. It was awful.
0: It's, right. <laughs> it was yeah. terrible. It was cuz I remember the for one of the the act plays I was behind the stage with you and then the other one I was back on the soundboard. Okay. I remember I was like can I hear Steve yelling? <laughs> Like, yes. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because he's you, got he's got quite a big voice, doesn't he? <laughs> when well, I remember, I asked. I was like, "Were you were you shouting lines?" And you just
1: looked down and shook your head, and just growled and walked away. Probably growled, yeah. <laughs> Justifiably so. It was stressful. It was. <laughs> it was a thing. No question.
0: Aside from the exploding light, is there anything and more? Maybe more so in terms of the classroom with teaching. Whether it's your favorite careers class that you're
1: teaching right now or if it's communication or I wouldn't say careers is my least favorite if that helps you I think my least favorite class that I've ever taught was geography you taught geography yes I don't it only happened for one year it was after you left uh, it really did not go well because I really don't know anything about geography. When we got to latitude and longitude, and after about two weeks, the kids finally shouted me down that I was saying it wrong. Wait, how are you? <laughs> latitude goes this way, and longitude goes this way, and I was doing it backwards. Ah. And they were like, um, I think that you are doing it the wrong way. And I said, hey, kids, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I'm, I'm reading the book. The book's... Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing about that. I've never taught a class that had a textbook except for that geography class. Okay. That was the only class I ever taught with a textbook. So you got to create everything in the past. I've always created right. everything. I, I've always been able to do whatever I want. In fact, most people don't know what I do in my classroom today. The students do when they get there, but my cohorts, my, that's not the right word, co-workers, my co-workers and my administration, they don't know really what I do in my classroom.
0: Oh, they don't, you don't have to do like a a Google Doc that they can access for lesson
1: plans and stuff? Nope. Nice. Yes. (laughs) It is the best job. I have the best job. I have absolutely the best job in my building because they understand that technology is a thing, and that's about it.
0: <laughs> is there is there like a lot of funding too if you're teaching tech? Like, no, I remember zero. Do they have like updated computers and stuff? because um, we had I remember we had the the white boxy IMAX, and then right. we upgraded to the ones that were they had that blue strip or whatever, and uh-huh. they were shaped like a little domey type of thing.
1: I don't remember a domey type of thing after the white
0: IMAX. It was like the the G two or something. I don't I don't know. Okay,
1: so there were the blue IMAX, yeah, those that were got the- replaced by the white IMAX, Correct. and then the white IMAX were all serendipitously taken. From our school and replaced with Windows XP machines. Oh, why? One summer. Windows is the worst. I know, but they they were able to buy three Windows machines for every one iMac. Mm -hmm. But the fact that we owned the iMac (laughs) didn't play into it. They were deciding that they were going to eliminate all Macs from every school and replace Mm -hmm. them all with Windows XP. Those Windows XP machines left my school two years ago. Ooh. Uh Uh-huh. Brutal. What happened to the IMAX? They went somewhere else. Huh. Hopefully they were sold to some other school. I hope that we didn't trash them because they were fine machines. They were they were absolutely fine. Yeah. Well and they looked cool. And they looked cool. (laughs) That's what Mac is known for. Yeah, exactly. Known for looking cool. So now we're running Windows seven which is up-to-date for school-level technology. The question of technology in school is is really a really tough question. Can I expect the latest technology to be in the classroom? The answer, for the most part, is no. The The funding does not allow me to buy the latest technology, nor would I really want to be on the cutting edge of technology in my exploration with my students. Sure. I'm still on Windows 7. We're going to Windows 10 soon. (laughs) Is
0: that that good or bad? Because I know Windows 8 was bad and people didn't like it. That's true.
1: Windows 8 was... We completely skipped Windows 8. We completely skipped Windows 9. Oh, wait. Microsoft completely skipped Windows 9. There There was no Windows 9. (laughs) You know why?
0: Uh, It's not as pretty of a number as 10.
1: Because 7, 8, 9.
0: Oh. That was...
1: Welcome to Classroom Brew. Yep, and there's uh, full, Ryan of, full
0: asked, of classic...
1: <laughs> Ryan asked the jokiest teacher in the school to be uh, on the show this week, and he <laughs> stared blankly when I delivered the punchline.
0: Yeah, it was... Uh, Thank you. <laughs> whew. That was, uh... I'm recovering. <laughs> so are the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't
1: that bad it was pretty good it was pretty good that you didn't yeah. catch on to it it was fun
0: no i was i was more in shock that <laughs> it was dropped
1: windows 10 is coming into our school pretty soon and and we are we've gone one-to-one in our school okay. after you left they decided that the Probably many, many is, times, many okay. years after. But. Yeah, it's only been two years since we've gone one-to-one, but we okay. have Chromebooks. Every one of our students is issued a Chromebook at the beginning of the school year, and they use that for the most part for all of their classes. So they walk into my room, and they work on Windows 7, and they honestly don't know how to use Windows really, because they're just using the Chromebooks oh, yeah, all that's, that's the rest of their day. Even when they go home, because they're allowed to take them home in our district. And they go home, and they're just using the Chromebooks. They don't use Windows or Mac. Hmm. They use Google Chrome. You've got Chromebooks in your school.
0: We have a cart. Um, A cart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, our department has a cart, so there's only two of us in it. But I think in the entire school, there's only three or four carts. So...
1: It makes it a challenge. It makes it a challenge, It makes it a challenge to utilize that technology when you have to think about where it is. Well, and there isn't really any IT
0: backup for it. We have one IT person part-time. Mm-hmm. But if anything goes wrong with like the Chromebook network, sorry, they're they're gone. There's not much you can do about yeah, that. Yeah. Exactly, cuz I I don't have the expertise to do all that.
1: And and that's where we're headed with all of this technology is you as the teacher, you have to be the IT guy, and that takes up a lot of time. Oh yeah. That's a lot of classroom time where you are managing. You know, you've talked about on a, on my show how maybe a one-to-one phone network where your kids might be able to take out their phones and utilize a little bit of technology. That's a challenge.
0: Yeah, it's and it's a big issue, too. Like you were saying, it's, it's a shit show whenever there's the phone issue because... I don't remember we, saying that. Well, paraphrasing. <laughs> <higher> because <laughs> <laughs> we're in such like a weird stage of what do we do with phones in school what
1: is so. the future of this knowledge we have this worldwide web it's it's 20 years now of World Wide web what are we doing with it do we know more things because there's google or do we know fewer things because we <laughs> right. don't need to know anything google has it for us we just have to say the magic words right. hey google My phone didn't react. I thought it was going to, and ask Google, the magic genie in the sky, the answer to the question, and then we've got the answer. Does that make us smarter or does it make us dumber?
0: Yeah, it's a good question to ask. I don't know. I don't know the answer. What's that? um, Oh, that Super Bowl commercial. Maybe it's not Super Bowl. Where it's saying that you have more.
1: (laughs) Is that the one where they bounce the ball?
0: it's It's the one where they um they deflate the balls and then Tom Brady wins, oh, and then yeah that one. um <laughs> no, they were saying like you have more technology in your hand than entire generations had their entire lives.
1: Every smartphone since the iPhone five has had more computing power than the space shuttle, yeah, which is which is great. But again, it's all about how you use it. It's all about what you decide you want to know. If you decide that you want to know which idiot in California is making which stupid YouTube video, you can find that out. That's what they want. Right now, that's what they want. When they decide that they want something else... It's there for them, but they're the ones who will have to make the decisions. Right now in education, we are making some of those decisions for them. We are saying, this is the subject you are going to study for the next 40 minutes. I, as the expert, quote unquote, am going to show you this question, at least a question, if not the actual answer to the question that I'm giving you. And I want you to think about this. As an adult... As adult? As As adult, your grammar gets better. (laughs) This is called classroom brew, right? (laughs) Yeah. How many drinks have I had? (laughs) As an adult where are you headed with your intellectual capacity? Are you getting smarter every day? Are you learning something every day? Or are you losing information every day? Some of us are somewhere on that spectrum. All of us are somewhere on that spectrum. And the question is... What is education going forward? You're in this business for the next 35 years if you don't jump ship. I'm in this business for the next 20. The idea of what has happened in the last 20 years to education and what will happen going forward is a giant question mark. I don't know what your job looks like 20 years from now with all this technology, with all this ability to find the right answer. Do I even need to ask the question Mm -hmm. anymore? Yeah. Which is, again,
0: can be very exciting, can be very scary, can maybe put some of us out of a job.
1: There's, there is that. The idea that YouTube is the world's instruction manual, that if your car is broken, you don't go <laughs> to the mechanic. You first go to YouTube and see if somebody has a solution for that problem. And more often than not, the solution's on YouTube. Yeah. So let's extrapolate that into school yeah. if i want to know about christopher columbus do i go to the christopher columbus expert or has the christopher columbus expert recorded himself or herself put it on youtube so that i can watch that yeah that's when, that's scary
0: it is scary but it is also good that education is being owned by other people like it's not this closed enterprise like people thought it would be in the past but i also want to keep a job so We'll see where that goes in the future.
1: I I, I don't know which way any of it's going to go. Hmm. I don't know what technological class looks like. My computer class looks very different today than when you were in school 10 years ago. Yeah, bet. It, it is very different. And it, research is different. And watching, my goodness, we still have VHS tapes at school. Really, nice. Oh, yeah. The same ones you probably watched oh, 11 the, years the ago. Oh, the black
0: cart with the big TV with there the strap of those. around it. Nice. We still have a couple of those rolling around. If you saw that when you walked in, you knew it was a good day as a student. <laughs> <laughs> and if you saw that and there was a sub sitting in your
1: teacher's desk, you know it was going to be a great day. Oh, I get that a lot. <laughs> I get that a lot. When I walk into a teacher's classroom and the students go, are you subbing? <laughs> And And I'm like, "No, I'm just here to do morning announcements." Cool. And they're like, "Oh
0: <laughs> like, "Oh, thank you. I feel very loved yeah, right, right now in my profession,
1: right I do love morning announcements yeah that's you know that's my morning show <laughs> i've got i've got one of the secretaries that actually calls it my morning show now oh nice where, where i get to do morning announcements for you,
0: what's the how do you start it do you, do you have like a good morning vietnam your version
1: now wait a minute it is not good morning vietnam i very specifically made my good morning not that so yes okay. my my signature start to Ooh, all of he- my podcasts well, let's hear it and to the morning show is good Morning. That is a good morning for yes. them. They're gonna. That is that is one way to wake up in the morning. <laughs> and yes, I have met so many celebrities, and I've put microphones in their faces and made them do that. Oh, nice. Yes.
0: Uh, do you ever get pushback? Probably not.
1: Not really. Not okay, very often. Good. There, there are very few people in the world that, if you hand them a piece of paper with their name typed on it, they will say, "No, I'm not going to read that." Yeah, Ryan is learning. That's the sound of Ryan learning. <laughs> if you want bumpers, if you want celebrities to say whatever it is that you want them to say, stand in front of them with a typed piece of paper with their name on it. They will read it for you. It doesn't cost <laughs> them anything. They're not endorsing you. They're just saying these words. I've gotten quite a few. I have quite a few people that I'm pretty proud have said, Go!
0: It's <laughs> tools of the trade. Little That's tricks right. right there.
1: That's what podcasting's all about. <laughs> Learning. Exactly. That's what education's all about. Podcasting. No. <laughs> Wait.
0: No. I got it. Mixed up a word there. No. It, was, it sounded right. It sounded right. Let's go with that. <laughs> well, I think before we wrap up, do you have any like favorite stories or like moments when you were like, oh shit, like from your teaching career or anything oh, like that? Oh, I've
1: got plenty of oh shit moments.
0: <laughs> what's, what's one of your favorite ones? Oh
1: boy. Or maybe I, a recent. Uh, you know... As a male human in a school, there's lots of moments where you go, boy, I should not have said that to that kid. There's (laughs) lots of moments where you had the best intentions. You wanted to help this student. You wanted to give them this gift of education. But when you said that word in that way to that student, that student Really took it in a direction that you weren't intending. Okay, one, yeah. happens to all of us. I, 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 it's it's part of the game. Yeah. It is part of the game where you are a performance artist. You are saying these words, and you might accidentally say it the wrong way for that student at that moment. Uh, there are several stories of me saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Uh, one one of my One of my regrets is I was subbing (laughs) Uh, for for a teacher in my building, and uh, she was not in school, and they were reading the BFG by Roald Dahl, and for whatever reason, I don't know what was wrong with me. I really, truly believed that the F in BFG did not stand for friendly, and then that Roald Dahl decided to change it. I don't know where this idea comes from. It's clearly wrong.
0: I thought you were going somewhere completely different. Like it was big fucking giant. Yeah. Oh, that's where you were going.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I really thought that. I don't know why. It's not true. It couldn't be true. It wouldn't be true. I was confusing some other BFD and BFG. In my head, it made perfect sense. And so (laughs) I told this lovely young seventh grade girl, you know. It didn't always stand for friendly. And she went, oh, and she went home and told her mom. <laughs> and her mom emailed the teacher for whom I was subbing. And the, e- <laughs> the teacher emailed the principal. And I got called to the principal's office. Oh Jesus! I didn't say yeah, the no, F just... word. I said, you know, it's not always been friendly, <laughs> which is stupid. Why did I say that? <laughs> What 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 piece of information was I imparting to this stranger that I was talking to in this classroom that was not technically my student? <laughs> <laughs> why why do I say things?
0: <laughs> well, the good thing is you can look back on it and just laugh.
1: Oh, I laugh at myself all the time. Okay, I have I, mirrors. Yeah. You
0: have, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's a lot of self-love on this episode of,
1: of Classroom. That's right. That's <laughs> what teachers are all about. We, uh, part of the the thing that is teaching is looking back and and seeing what you did what you didn't do what you should do what you could do better reflection is a big part of this that's why classroom brew is the best podcast on the (laughs) internet because reflecting upon your teaching is important
0: (laughs) there's the the endorsement from steve from too much (laughs) that's it (laughs) all right well I th- I'm pretty happy with how this one went. I That's might, awesome. might make it a two-parter. I'm um,
1: so proud that you showed up Came to my house, recorded down here in my studio. You're on Too Much Scrolling, and now I'm on Classroom Brew, so all your listeners can listen to me extol all the virtues of everything <laughs> that I do, and they can go to Too Much Scrolling.com it's and part- find out more about me and all the stuff that I do. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. My nice <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was perfect. Didn't even have to ask it. There's a segue. No, one more time though. Where where can we
1: find Too Much Scrolling if they want to listen in? It, go to too much com is our website we have everywhere on the internet we're there go just google too much scrolling and you'll find out that a lot of people are talking about the show even though they don't know that they're talking about the show because they're complaining about how many characters twitter has <laughs> There you go. Too much scrolling. That's what. That's <laughs> the problem. The problem is too much scrolling. You can go to Facebook and <laughs> iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio, and every day of the week, you can go to our news site, News. much Com, find all the news that you need to survive another day. There you
0: go. That's it. Well, thank you again for being on.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And then if you guys want to rate and review Classroom Brew, iTunes, Stitcher, all those apps, I'm not going to go through them. You guys are more than familiar. Uh, Again, check out Too Much Scrolling. There's also that hashtag, Two Pods A Day. I think that was from Americana Podcast. There's still plenty of great indie podcasts on there. Two Pods A Day encourages encourages you to listen more, listen indie. Next week, I have no clue who's going to be on, but as always, thank you for listening and class dismissed. (laughs) you'd like to check us out on facebook.com slash classroom brew or send us an email at classroombrew at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out if you want to be on the show. Let me know. Cool. Bye.